It's all over, folks. Wrap it up. America's done. We've called it. We're finished. <laughs> we got uh, the president, you know? Yep. They, they tried to impeach him. They put him on trial. They didn't get what they fucking wanted. You know, he's a fucking wild card. He's yeah. the president. He, he, he went on TV. This is the guy that leads the free, con- the, the free, the free nation of the world, right? Yeah. The, what do they call that? The leader of the free world. That's yeah. him, right? And what did he, do? he went on TV and he talked bad about the CIA and FBI. You can't do that. No. And he did. And he they hate it. And uh, look, here we are again. You got the fucking the Democratic, the Iowa caucus. Yeah, you don't have any. Idea. This is all news. Oh, that's good. Me. That's good. You can take it in like the rest of the. I fucking can literally world. give a fuck. No, dude, it's it's wacky. Well, they, they've just they've given up, buddy. They don't even try anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You either. got Epstein getting fucking. Yeah, you definitely don't. You got Epstein. You know they just don't fucking care anymore. There's Epstein out there. It's just the, nothing ever happened. They got away with that. Look in Iowa. They don't want Bernie Sanders, just like they didn't want Trump. You know, they're their guy. They're not playing ball. You know what I mean? No, it's that's not who they want. They can't have people on the far left or the far right taking a shit on the, the Illuminati, taking it away from the big boys. You got to keep the big boys, the fat cats, and their big fucking perch. You, you you can't take it away from them like Trump has, like Bernie would, because uh, they don't even care anymore. So the Iowa caucus. Bernie was like kicking ass, winning, and then all of a sudden, some fucking app that they supposedly send the uh, results into crashed, and then they didn't know who won. And I don't, I don't, they didn't even announce it yet, but they tried to make it seem like Booty Cheeks won that shit. Booty Cheeks. And so, you know, it, <clears throat> the name of the company is called Shadow. That's it. That's who made the app Shadow. They don't fucking care anymore. No. It's all over with. So what do you have? You got to f- kill cops. That's what. We, that's what it's come down to, folks. Buy a gun. Get weapons, arm yourself, shoot at people, hmm. take on the police. That's what we're doing this week. We're taking on the fucking cops. Me and Andy decided for, well, it, you just get so fired up. Killdozer, that got me fucking wired. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, do it. I love taking them on. So we're going to do another instead of them taking them on. And then we're going to top it all off with what, what I consider the creme de la creme. Of shooting it out with police. Well, I'm not even. It's a surprise. Next yeah. week, I'm sure you know. If you're a listener, who's the king of taking on the cops? Number one, the great Bambino. God rest his soul. Now, this week we're going to talk about the North Hollywood shootout, and that was a clash between two heavily armed and armored bank robbers, Larry Phillips Jr. and Emil Matsuserano. Basically, took on the entire Los Angeles Police Department in the streets of North. Hollywood, California, February 28th, 1997. It's a classic case of fighting the law, and the law didn't come out too clean, you know what I'm saying? Suck my dick, Bob Marley, this week on Death Metal. You take me out back and give my fucking hole a smack. <laughs> a smack hole. Smack hole son. Yeah, man. Smack hole son. <laughs> Wipe my bung. Now, both robbers are going to end up being killed. Twelve police officers and eight civilians got injured. Numerous vehicles and other property were damaged or destroyed by the nearly 2,000. 
thousand rounds of ammunition fired by both the bank robbers and police. Now remember, they killed Dozer. They thought they was they thought they were in a war. Yeah, that's what the whole town thought. As many gunshots were fired off, they're like, "God, this is it! It's the the war's happening," and it was two hundred shots, two fucking thousand rounds of ammunition. Phillips and Mastron, uh, I have no idea how to say it. Matasaranu, Matasaranu, that's got to be it, right? Yeah, it's good. Let's make it Matas Yahoo. Remember that guy? Yeah, oh. like reggae. Jew, like a, a rabbi that does reggae. Yeah. Did you ever hear that shit? Yeah. <laughs> Who thought of that? Uh, some noodle head. He just fucking this game. Put the lavish cracker in the salmon. Put it like a shot. beef queefs. Yeah. Locks me up. Locks me good. Locks me and my brothers in the diamond neighborhood. Brah! I do like a bagel dogs, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Jew food rocks. <laughs> <laughs> this is not one thing I don't like about it, dude. I like Jew a smoke. I love rocks. a fucking smoked fish. I like a pastrami. Yeah, God. dude. It does truly rock. Phillips and Monastranu were thought to have robbed two other banks in the past. They had learned and they had an escape route all planned out. I mean, on each robbery, they got away with it. It's hard to get away with the bank robbery. These guys have gotten away with a couple. That breeds a certain type of confidence. You know what I mean? When you're ready to go like this, you feel like you're going to come in. No altercation. You're going to get in. You're going to get out. You're not going to have an issue with the police. No. But if they do, they're fucking prepared for it. Why? Because they both had homemade body armor suits and several tactical rifles which had been heavily modified so they could all be fully automatic that's how you take them on dude yeah homemade shit they're not gonna sell you the good shit you gotta take it into your own hands oh you can do all kinds of cool things at your home with guns is that something you know about no <laughs> okay then like well at least you're not lying to well, the people. like a shotgun you could like you know it's got like a coil in it for however many pumps you can clip that motherfucker in half make it from a three where it holds three or four shells you can make it hold like six to eight whoa yeah that's illegal don't do that it is yeah you how many it's illegal to have more shells in your shotgun yeah it depends on how many because it's like a i don't know i don't know why it's like that but so that, it's so you can't rally around your family with a pocket full of shells, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's you, what they're afraid of. You remember that radical fucking tactical shotgun I had? Yeah. That I supposedly traded for a bunch of LSD? Well, yeah. every time you talk about acid, your twitch kicks in. Oh, it kicks. <laughs> you start thinking about it, you're just like, boy. That's how I paid for a uh, nice trip out in the woods for all of us on a camping trip. Man. Yeah, that shit rocks, dude. We got allegedly. That's yeah. It's uh, nothing, that, this is satire. Yeah, this doesn't work. You know, it's not even. <laughs> it's real. not. Re- it's this a. Is, it's a bit. Yeah, this is Saturday Night Live. But yeah, yeah. sketch. You know? We're doing bits. Yeah, yeah. Them tabs had ladies fucking on it. Scissor fucking, <laughs> but they were fat. <laughs> Damn, dude, I fucking got someone so good this week. This fucking. What's the right way? This L word <laughs> who L I was word. around. Yeah. She was like, like venting to me about having problems in her relationship, which God knows why. Yeah. Why? People do this shit to me. How it's old like is she. And she's probably 24, 25. Eh, you know. Pick your fucking audience. Yeah. People not, know better than you. to talk. That's what you I'm know? saying. And dude, people try to open up to me so much. It's like, what? 
what time did we talk where you got a, number one a serious answer? Yeah. Never. It never happened. I said something funny, maybe to cheer you up, or maybe because I didn't like you talking to me and I tried to make it bad. Anyway, she's like going off about a relationship and how like other people are jealous and dudes are always trying to talk to both of them. And here's what she said. Here's where she fucked up. But she goes, because uh, we're like a hot couple. I'm like, okay. And she's like, you know, just imagine us at home in bed. Scissoring. Scissoring. And I go. Girls will scissor. I go, no. Yeah, they do. You fuck. Are you going to do this again? Man, I'm just saying. I don't think. Anyway. That's what she said. They rub their fucking pussies together, dude. That's what. They rub them together. They don't scissor. That's what scissoring is. I'm thinking about the bump. You know, bumper cars. Like you gotta start from one <laughs> end, go to the other. No, dude, it's like 50 50. You get in 50 50 real yeah, tight, and you fucking. They go to town. Yeah. It's on, they, they can get missionary if one of them's athletic, and they can, like, you know. Yeah, take it away. Rub it all the rub, rub it. Anyway, anyway, you fucked my whole. Like, the, the, the timing. You wrecked it. So she goes, you know, we're like a hot couple, and I'm like, didn't say anything. I don't know how the conversation's going this way. She goes, just imagine us at home in bed, scissoring. We're a hot couple. And I go, no. <laughs> no, you're not. No, nothing hot about it. And in fact, I don't want to hear about it anymore. She's like, this is what always happens. And I'm like, what? Do you tell everybody about you guys having fucking sex? Is that what you do? What are you looking? What what what, what did you want from this conversation? She's like, I'm just saying, people, no, no one wants to accept us. She wanted to whoop your ass at basketball because you look at one of the Space Jam. <laughs> Dude, I got a fucked up haircut <laughs> in the same place you got a fucked Car up haircut. Mode. No, come, you didn't. Yeah, I didn't come go no to that place. Learn? I thought that's where you got that shit done at. I, I purposely got a fucked up haircut. Where did you go to get it? It was on the other side of the bathhouse room. There's another? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Dapper and Debonair. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I did it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> who thought that business model would work, dude? Yeah, yeah. yeah you're none of those things. Somebody who's good I don't even at know what that shit is, dude. That's not a man. I made the entire fucking barbershop I went to mad at me because one of fucking Jackie's friends. Like, she, look, I'm not going to put anyone on blast. And you just did by saying where it is or whatever. Because I don't care. Like, I don't yeah, want to yeah. fuck with anyone's business. I'm not mad. It's fine. Shit yeah. happens. But uh, they're talking like you know one of my wife's friends, and they're they're talking about how she's a client, and so Jackie's like, "Oh, you could tr- totally trust this. That's he does her hair." I was like, "Dude, your friend looks like a ventriloquist dummy." She's like, "Don't be being," and I was like, "Well, don't have friends that you could put on your lap and have them say the ABCs while you got a mouthful of water." This shit looks creepy, dude. You got no fucking eyeballs. There's no soul back there. Yeah, there's nothing going on. It's like. A- Click, clicking and clacking, you know what I mean? The yeah. mouse off. Man, I mean, you know, sometimes we just get bad haircuts, and sometimes yeah, a Hindu guy comes in and goes, here's some karma. Well, salute to my fucking friend Drew. He used to give me great haircuts, yeah. and he fucking moved, so, you know. Yeah. Drew's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I'm sorry. <laughs> I fucking digress. Uh, yeah, well, let's just go back to the, how they're, they came to be these guys definitely fucking rock this is a great a great friendship story this is the this is what people need in the world like every time i you know you know i love crime yeah i love criminals i love taking on the powers that be 
I love doing it in a strong arm fashion. And I've also love a fucking a buddy story, you know? Yeah. I love because we've been through so many hijinks, but not to this level. But this is what I always wanted for us, you know? We ended up doing a podcast. I'd rather be doing this. Give me a break, you know? Like, actually, I'd, get me broke. I'd know? love to go after him, you know? Yeah. Just break take him down, dude. Where I just get two gargoyles, my Chris, it's time to go, dude, and we just do it. We'll have to go one day. <laughs> that, look, this is the secret, guys. Three, you know, I know I do a lot of posting online. And we'll be board. like John Candy. We'll make money for our families. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's actually pretty fucking hilarious he's like i'll go out there and i'll make all the money stop eating john no no no, no. i love joe he is funny but listen dude so yeah i think people get bored with how much i talk about lifting weights and shit but here's the important part guys look especially if you have a family you'd need to live the the majority of your life right most people we have about 72 years Okay, so once most people when they hit seventy two, they're it's done. They're wrecked. It's over with. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna do. You can't get out of bed. So you just sit there and wait to die. I don't want that. I don't want that at all. So I try to get in shape, or get, right now I'm trying to get as fucking big as possible, strong as possible, as much as I can put in, and I want to stay as strong and healthy as I can into my golden years. So that fucking way, when I'm at the ripe age to die. Instead of just sitting in my bed and shitting myself watching Mori reruns, I take on, I fucking go on a spree, dude. I take the guns out and I point them at the fucking problems in in the world. And Let's I go open ahead fire. and spit in your hand and then yeah. we'll shake on that. Let's do that. No, that's what I'm saying is why you got to stay in shape. Dude. I'm <laughs> Let's not going to punish a bargain. you. No, shut up. I do. Shut up. <laughs> uh, so listen, here's this origin story. <laughs> you need to hear this. I'm listening. All right, go ahead and pee, dude. Listen, folks, if we had sponsors, we could advertise right now while Buddy Pees. Uh, why don't you check out our good friends at eatmyass.org? It's an organization where you can go and, you know, you can find the type of person who's been out there searching for someone like you. It doesn't matter if you're a businessman, your office, right? It doesn't matter if you're a welder, you're hot, you're sweating all day in your jumpsuit, you're pulling your MIG out, you're making a tight bead. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're a professional basketball player. You're on the courts. You're sweating. You're working out all day. It doesn't matter what condition you're in. You show up at the address provided on the website, and they eat your ass. That's the service they provide. Everyone deserves to get their ass eaten. and it's a hard service to provide. Maybe you've been married for a few years. You know, there's no way you're going to share a bed with a with a woman or a man who's going to put their mouth on your asshole after you've known them for three years. It's not happening. They know your habits. You know, do, do they do your laundry? Do you have skids pop up in your underwear? Look, at, here at eatmyass.org, there's no judgment. Uh, in fact, they encourage dirtiness. They want to make sure you get clean. All of our hostesses and hosts are tested to make sure that they have the same mouth bacterial profile as a house dog. The proven enzymes. Proven enzymes to keep... All the uh, all all the enzymes that eat the bacteria off the dog's ass, we inject them into the hosts, and when they eat your ass, they get all the dirty stuff, the hookworms that maybe you have floating around in there. Maybe you got into some trash last week, and you just got the same type of uh, 
bioactive profile as a raccoon back there. So come on down to eatmyass.org and we'll get that completely taken care of for you. Wow. That Beautiful. was it. If you, now, if you have a product you want to sell on this podcast, listen to that's an off the top of the head advertisement. There we go. Yeah, that's something he just made it while I was peeing. And, you know, the, the strain of thought that that came from is amazing and beautiful. So the background here that you, I need you to hear this because, uh, you know, it reminds me of why we're friends. Larry Eugene Phillips Jr. He was born September 20th, 1970. He's Romanian born Decibel Stefan Emilian Emil. <laughs> Emil for short for Emilian, you know, mm-hmm. you can't be called Emilian. Matasaranu, born July 19th, 1996. So one guy's way older, one guy's way younger, right? That's a, that's a pairing that you need. One guy with experience and then the higher gun. Where did they meet at? Gold's Gym, Venice Beach, Los Angeles. They, they were there at the same time as Arnold, you know? 1989, that's where they met at. They had an interest in heavy metal. Fucking A. Lifting weights. Fucking A. Bodybuilding and firearms. Woo! Before they met, Phillips was a habitual offender responsible for multiple real estate scams and counts of shoplifting. Matasaranu was a qualified electrical engineer and ran a relatively unsuccessful computer repair business. So you would say he's probably desperate, you know? Yeah. On July 20th, 1993, Phillips and Monasaranu robbed an armored car outside of a branch of a first bank in Littleton, Colorado. So, again, that's great planning. You live in Los Angeles, you travel to Colorado, and in 1993, you could get away with that. There's no cell phone pinging. Yeah. You can just go there, rob the bank, and come back, and no one is the wiser, right? I mean, you got a career criminal. And a guy that owns an unsuccessful computer repair. No one misses him. Yeah. There's no one to care. October 29th, the same year, they were arrested in Glendale, which is northeast of Los Angeles, for speeding. When cops searched their vehicle after Phillips had surrendered his concealed handgun, they found a 7.62 39mm rifle with ammo, 1,200 rounds of 9mm ammunition, and 45 caliber handgun ammunition, radio scanners, smoke bomb, improvised explosive devices, body armor vests, and three different California license plates. Initially charged with conspiracy to commit robbery, both men served 100 days in jail and were put on three years of probation. That's it. That's all. That's it. Yeah. You got to travel heavily armored. That's the worst thing that could happen. You know, you could probably get away with it now, though. How? You get a car that's not like a like a new car that has a computer and just an old mm-hmm. older one, and then you have another friend that's really good at doing whatever, and they reply to your text messages, but they stay at your place, so that way there's no pinging or right. whatever. Oh, so okay, if you do right. get away, you know, then they're like, "Well, I was here at this day, dude," because you can see I replied to this text message. Well, people have tried that, have they? Yeah, yeah. I watched the docs, bro. You watch them. Yeah, a lot of what a lot of what happens in that scenario is the cops are like, people do that exact thing where the person that's your partner keeps your phone and they text you, text back and forth, and they're like, obviously this person was just texting back and forth between themselves because they're in the same fucking room as the phone. 
No, no, you don't do that. What I'm saying is, like, you know, if somebody messages you on your phone, oh. it doesn't have to be anybody yeah, that somebody knows else replied to yeah. it. I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah, so they're like, no, dude, I was here, man. And yeah. You, and you have them keep a journal. Like, but okay, then if your partner, what they would do is if your partner, if so, the person texting from your phone, yeah, they would look at where their phone was at. Yeah. So if it was like your girlfriend, right? Yeah. But that, that, that wouldn't make sense either, though. Yeah, you might be right. Just break up with them. The thing is, you have like another. She said, "Just up. break up with them." Yeah, just break up with the fuck them, dude. Yeah, and you just keep like a, a yeah. fucking fuck journal fuck every hour on the hour what you're doing. Yeah, and then that way they can read it, and then they can just burn that shit and be like, "This is exactly what the fuck." One p.m. having gay sex. Yeah. Two p.m. having gay sex. I'm Three p.m. That's why I broke up with my eating girl. barbecue. Four p.m. eating barbecue. Five p.m. Well, that's gay sex time. Yeah, so you know you fulfill your sexual fantasies. Yeah, and then you fuck. Off the clock. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little off the grid fucking that we're doing tonight, baby. Don't you worry about it. Yeah, so they they, they do 100 days in jail. They get three years of probation after their release. Most of their seized property was returned to them, of course, except for the explosives. You're not going to get those back, bud. No. They're going to keep those. <laughs> June 14th, 1995, the pair ambushed a Brinks armored car in Winnetka, killing one guard and seriously wounding another. May 1996, they robbed two branches of Bank of America in the San Fernando Valley area of L.A., and they got away with $1.5 million. Tight. Fucking living it up. Unsuspected, just getting away with it, dude. Free, free, man. Riding in the wind, man. One point five mil. Listening to heavy metal, lifting weights. I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> this is a real Point Break. This is really the, only this is the reality of Point Break. Go. This is an actual Point Break. Is this what's going on though? Like, is that when they did it? No, 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 no. Is that what inspired it? It had to inspire it, man. I think Point Break inspired this. Yeah, for sure. Point Break is. They just met and they're like. You rock. Hey, let me tell you, man. You know what else rocks? A fucking point break. Let's yeah, do it, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People will talk shit about them. Like, That's old movie. It's like, nah, man. People I, talk shit about point break. I've never I'm heard sure. it once in my I'm life. I'm sure, but like, there's people that don't know, but yeah, yeah, it's like, that's a great movie. That's Oh, fuck yeah. That's top 10 for me. For top sure. 10. For sure. All the way. Brody. Yeah, man. Yeah. God rest him. All right. So then we got the, and then the, this is when police dubbed these two guys the high incident bandits. You know, anytime you can get labeled as a certain type of bandit, you're living, dude. You're fucking living. You know, I'm 35. Police have never given me an alias. Yeah. Uh, if bandit was thrown in, that's what I'm looking for. Bandit. Band, that's a cool fucking name. Yeah. You know? There's only two types of things that are named bandit. Bandits and raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're fucking bandits, brother. Yeah, fuck yeah, they are. They they take. Get, they'll take whatever they can. Man, they love french fries. Mm-hmm. Now, they used to be so hanging up by work, going by the dumpster, and I just give them fries. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got them all charged up, too. I they, did, they too, because they started fucking up people's cars, getting in there and biting the wires and shit. <laughs> and then the I, wires? And then when I went to did get my oil changed... Well, I don't know. They just fuck up your car. And so when I went to get my oil changed, like, it looks like some raccoons have been picking at your wires. And I was like, I don't yeah. know. And they put like a those like fake Cracker Barrel snakes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like wooden ones. Oh, yeah. They yeah. just zip time to the engine thing and it freaks them the fuck out because they're colorblind. So they just don't come yeah, around. They're scared as fucking snakes, dude. So they're scared. Oh, you sure you have to be. 
Yeah, but they were cool to hang out with. They were fucking cool, man. Yeah, I like raccoons, dude, for sure. I love fucking big rodents. Yeah. You know what I mean? That boy was cool, man. I, there was a girl that worked the shirt club that had one that would just get off her shoulder and hang out by the stairs when she got done dancing and get back up on her shoulder. That fucking rocks, dude. That's pretty tight, man. That rocks. Yeah, I bet that girl's fucking trailer was a wreck. Dude, she had some money, though, man. Yeah, but that doesn't matter, dude. She wasn't doing She's using the money. Yeah, she was. Nah, man, I know this girl since yeah, the kid, what, was she, what was she up to? Who strips and doesn't do drugs? This girl. She didn't, man. She just had a raccoon? It's like one of the very few that was like good. The other ones, man, boy. So what did, What? What was her deal? What, like, why stripping? Just money, man. She had a shitty childhood, but she wasn't doing drugs. Yeah. Just making it's weird. good money. She had some big knock. Dude, when we were in fucking seventh grade, she'd drop your titty on your head and knock you the fuck out. That's how big them boys were. <laughs> it was scary. That's like an old man expression, dude. That's a hilarious one. Dude, drop titties. a titty on your head and knock your ass out. Titty so big, or drop it on your motherfucking head and knock your ass out. My <laughs> is the fuck I'm talking about. I'll remind him later. Yeah, so, but you know, she does. She has a stinky trailer. That's what it is. Mm-mm. Yes, dude. Yes. You don't have a raccoon and and not a stinky trailer. That's what life is. You accept the raccoon lifestyle for what it comes with, and that's a stinky trailer, dude. No, you, you got a stinky trailer? They got some wild boys, man. That's what I'm saying, dude. You, do you think a raccoon's not a wild fucking boy? Oh, no, no, they are. They're All not chilling, dude. Raccoons aren't chilling. That's the issue, they dude. They crashed the bandicoot. They're not chilling, dude. I bet the Chinese would munch it. They're trying, man. They'll, they'll munch a raccoon, dude. Up. I don't think they have raccoons over there because they'll fucking munch them, dude. They're munching pangos. You see that? Pangos? What is a pango? Pangolins? They're like, they, they look like a fucking, uh, they look like an armadillo that fucked, uh, fucked a uh, artichoke, dude. Whoa. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, it's kind of like a, like imagine if armadillo didn't have a shell, like that shell. Yeah. But it was covered in like, you know what an artichoke looks like? Yeah. It was covered in that. I'm not surprised. That's all video. They munch fucking pangos, dude. They munch bats, dude. I saw a motherfucker, a bunch of Chinese just sitting around, and they cut the shit sack out of a fucking cow and cut it open and start eating it. They love that, dude. They're the worst. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's the worst, man. The way they eat is wild. And people were like, what I loved is that, you know, I found out they were munching bats, and I was just like, dude, that's you get cursed from that. You you get a curse. There's no way, dude, there's no way... You can munch a bat and not get cursed Everybody's by Dracula. Everybody's worried that's about what, the that's Middle what, East. That's what Dracula's looking for, dude. They're worried about the Middle East. Let's bomb Chinese. Yeah, let's take them out because they're munching fucking bats, munching fucking bats, munching fucking bats, munching bats. They're munching bats. That's where that fucking curse came from. You could pee. Munching bats. But if you fucking, you could peeking anything and make it taste good. That's a problem. That's true. That is true, dude. <laughs> Just a, like a slow roast. Yeah, and a little fry to crisp it up afterwards. It's so dude. good, dude. like a smoked fucking wing, dude. What That's if, what a bat what if, like. yeah. <laughs> dude. If munching bats like eating the smoked wing, I'm in. I'm in, dude. I'll take the curse. Yeah. I love a Daytona wing. You know what I mean? What's a Daytona wing, you, dude? That's the wing at Hooters where they fucking like they fucking uh, grill it and fry it, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's double sauced. You I know, know what she I mean? was like, man, this this wing will make me go fast. <laughs> <laughs> they tell the speed week. Yeah. Speed no, week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they call them the fucking high incident bandits, which fucking rocks. The reason that they're called that is because of the caliber of weaponry they had used in the three robberies prior to the attempt that they would do in North Hollywood that we're talking about today because it fucking rocks. Man. 
On the morning of February 28, 1997, after months of preparation, including extensive recon of their intended target, because they're fucking professionals, dude. You can't just go in. You gotta, you gotta fucking time it. You gotta know day-to-day operations. You gotta know who's who. You have to know everything about it. The Bank of America branch loaded at sixty, located at 6600 Laurel Canyon Boulevard. Phillips and Montesaranu armed themselves with a semi-automatic HK-91 and several illegally converted weapons. Two Norinco Type 56S, which is an AK-47 offshoot. A fully automatic Norinco Type 56S1 and a fully automatic Bushmaster XM-15 Dissipator. The fucking Dissipator. <laughs> so that cool, gun fucking man. rocks. It dude. sounds like A, it will fuck you up, or B, man, your lawn's getting cut. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, get a Bushmaster dude prepared to get fucking dissipated. <laughs> yeah. I got no idea what that means, but it fucking rocks. That's a cool goddamn. I don't even know what it looks like, and I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, dude, definitely. You fucking dissipate some titties off of somebody. I'll both dissipate the titties right off of your stupid ass if you say one more like, goddamn word. It's like a fucking uh, push on mower, but you gotta yeah. pick the front end up. <laughs> yeah, but, but fucking, it's got get fucking the barrels blasting, on dude. it. Right. Yeah, where the blade would be, and just like. Hell yeah. Dude. Nobody could stay in that. And then they both had. They both had a pair of Beretta 92 FS 9mm. Those sweet guns. I assume that was for a suicide. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, they probably yeah. made a pact. Blow ya. They filled a jam jar with gasoline and placed it in the back seat. A jam jar? A jam jar. Yeah, like yeah. jelly, dude. Like that's a fucking you know, strawberry that's jam That's the kind of jars you carry around. You listen to metal. A jam jar. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready to fucking jam. They filled it with gasoline and placed it in the back seat with the intention of setting the car and weapons on fire to destroy evidence directly after the robbery. <laughs> Phillips were roughly 40 pounds of equipment including a type 2a bulletproof vest and groin guard fuck yeah dude you gotta keep the bitches away look dude if you're gonna do a bank robbery there's the number one thing you have to worry about is the cops the number two thing you have to worry about is right afterwards because you just did something so cool is getting your dick sucked off women will just start sucking your dick so hard that it will literally come off of your body so you gotta get a groin guard there's yeah, no yeah. way to leave your groin unfucking checked. Man, if you're gonna go out, what's the number one song, dude? If we're mean, you're in the car, and we know it's the end of the road. He always asks me stuff like this. It's hard to put on the fucking spot. How about, uh, well, I got a hundred gallons of sweet red wine <laughs> made from the sweetest watermelons on the vine. I just do. Uh, you can help yourself. Just obey the law. If you drink, don't drive. Suck my dick and my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah <laughs> I don't know dude Something fucking fast bro Like what about uh, Violent restitution Yeah <laughs> God Yeah Demolition hammer for sh- Like demolition for hammer For sure yeah. That's what's gotta be dude It has to be that 44 caliber brain surgery <laughs> Yeah because Yeah you know dude that When that fucking song's like Violent Ooh. Yeah. yeah I'm yep. doing it bro that's how it's going down. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta go. Yeah, demolition hammer is the is the because it's fast as fuck and it's you know it's it a, gets you there it's and it's all it's, it's literally thrash. about doing violence. Yeah, it's tight. I have to. <laughs> I must. Yeah, I'm on a conquest. 
Dude, I don't think you would get in less trouble, too. Like, if we got caught and they were like, were you doing a robbery? Like, no, you fucking fruit. I'm doing a conquest. <laughs> and they just hear, hear that pop out of the sky. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It happens, bro. It fucking happens. Why don't you get out of my way, you fucking geek? I'm conquesting. I feel like there's a couple questions people need to ask. And if you get them all right, you, they, they'll let you go. Yeah. Like, do you listen? What do you listen to? Like, Demolition Hammer? What's your favorite movie? Conan the Barbarian? Um, what do you like to eat? Yeah, uh, like a smoked meat, and then just go. Okay, it's like when they cut Conan loose, dude. Yeah, because all dude that that's I hate. I'm look. I know people hate it when we go off topic. Two seconds. Who gives a shit? One person. I, listen, I'm not. No, dude, <laughs> it's more than one person. But anyway, Fuck like them. Uh, one of the funniest parts of fucking uh, Conan to me is that you know they're like they ask that dude like what, they ask everybody like what is best in life and first of all it's like a super fake fucking. That munch accent, you know, he's like, <laughs> oh, so what, the, what is the best in life? And this one guy's like, owning as many horses as you can. Wrong! It's <laughs> <laughs> like, right, Conan, what is best in life? What does he say? Fuck. I, I know he's like, oh, yeah, to conquer your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentations of their women. Yeah. And everyone's like, ha, oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and dude, because of how cool that is, because of how fucking cool that is, the dude that is enslaved Conan the entire time, the big redheaded guy, he's got to cut him loose, dude. Yeah. He has to. He has to, dude. You can't There's hold nothing. on. You can't yeah. hold on to that, you just go, bro. man, you know what you're You can't man. hold on to that, dude. It's, you like, it's like if you woke up tomorrow and your fucking dog was smoking a fucking Newport and had a fucking 40 ounce cracked open and a fucking crack pipe next to him yeah. and somebody was sucking a woman was sucking his dick yeah yeah like yeah I mean you know you are set <laughs> you gotta go dude you got, you got this man dude, there's no problems here no man I, I loved you you know yeah. I did love you you gonna be yeah. your own dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude you got it bro yeah, man, you're fucking dog. free but yeah he gets to cut Conan loose he's all sad about it dude and Conan's all like, like it's also like Conan was also like all the movies where you see somebody that has to like get rid of a wild animal. They're like, go on, you're free. Get. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah. Conan, you're free. Go on. Get. <laughs> get get, get out there get. and be somebody cool, man. Yeah, and he just fucking skins dogs, dude. And he finds that sword. God, yeah, it's over, I love dude. that shit, dude. I fucking love that. Come. Come. <laughs> yeah, I bet the Conan fucking, uh, I bet Arnold fucking. Doesn't call me crumbs. I'm crumbing. <laughs> I got a buddy that's. I think I've said this before. I got a buddy that's a fucking chef for him during the holidays that lives here in town. Yeah, I begged him a thousand times. Just please get my fucking signed copy of my fucking DVD. Yeah, come on, dude. I watch it once a week at least. <laughs> Let me get Arnold. All right, yeah. All right, listen, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, so he he's got the groin guard on. He's got a load bearing vest. With multiple pouches for ammunition storage and several pieces of homemade body armors created from spare vests covering his shins, thighs, and forearms. In other words, he fucking rocks. Now, a load-bearing <laughs> vest is like the shit the military uses where it's kind of like a floating hinge where you can put a ton of weight on it. But it doesn't weigh you down like the, the gravity. Like it's like off of your body and the fucking hinge holds it up. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because they, they you, because you can't buy, civilians can't buy body armor, like shin guards, he cut up fucking bulletproof vests and covered himself with them. That, that's fucking awesome. Tight. Matasaranu only had a Type 2A bulletproof vest, but included a steel trauma plate to protect vital organs. Additionally, 
each man had a watch sewn on the back of one glove in order to monitor their timing. Because you got to coordinate, dude. Yeah. You got to know. You got to have it all together. Before entering, they took phenobarbital. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it calms your nerves. Yeah. I can't they did, they didn't take enough to get fucked up. Yeah. They, they got rid of anxiety. You know, it's a barbiturate similar to Xanax. Yeah. It's like they, they, had, they didn't go in like it... it Curbs your adrenaline. I've I've eat it. I've eat it before. It's like not, at the hospital? No. I got it. Yeah, it made me sick as fuck. So, okay. Like liquid. <laughs> Just tell, go ahead and tell me. <clears throat> I, I was over at a dude's house I used to buy for him. It was the same guy he robbed one time. <laughs> he had a bunch of Xanax in it that he didn't one day. He just like yeah. fucking sold out all of it. And I was yeah. like, God damn, man, well, I need something. He was like, well, there's some phenobarbital. And I was like, well, what do you do? And he was like, you shoot it. And they had stole a bunch of fucking, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever donated plasma before, but those needles are real big that they take the, yeah. the plasma out of. So I shot, I still got a scar on my arm. I can prove it. But like the fucking, uh, you shoot that shit in there and it, it made me sick as fuck. Dude. That, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun, but it was cool high for yeah, a little dude, bit. You're fucking retarded. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, somebody can zoom in on that shit, but you can see. That it. doesn't prove it, though. Anyway. <laughs> it sucks. That rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're, dr- now, they're driving a white 1987 Chevrolet Celebrity. They arrive at the Bank America branch at the intersection of Laurel Canyon Boulevard and Archwood Street in North Hollywood around 9.17 a.m. They set their watch alarms that they, of course, have synced. You got to sync them up, dude. You got to put them together and sync them the fuck up. That's what has to happen. Fucking put your wrists together because that's how you know it's going down for sure, you know? Like, watch is synced, check. Time to fucking rock. They set their watch alarm for eight minutes, which is the estimated response time that they had for LAPD to arrive. The reason, the way that they came up with this time frame is that Phillips had used a police scanner to monitor police activity transmissions for a fucking month prior to the robbery. Yep. Timed them out. Real pro shit, dude. They're not fucking around. Again, you can't just walk in. Guns blade. You got Also, know. I mean, you don't have to take more for it, but also if you're smoking weed in your car in an illegal state, and uh, they say, well, we're going to call a dog to come smell your car, they have eight minutes to get there. If they don't get there within that eight minutes, you can get the fuck out. That's true? Yep. Hell yeah. Hey, Brian. The headphones cut out. Your headphone cut out? No. You probably just unplugged the one, bro. Oh, short in it. Already, dude? No, no, you're fucking with something that's making it cut out. All right. (laughs) It must be that splitter or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's good. Well, we got headphones now. Yeah, we got Is that helping you out? Yeah. You seem a little quieter than me, but I'm a loud bitch, so Mm -hmm. I get it. It's my lips, dude. That's why people want to fuck you. Yeah, your lips. You're loud. Dude, but women, I've come. Like the last two months, I've never been approached by more women in my life. Yeah, me too. I'm fucking large, brother. I'm barely fitting through doors, dude. I got to turn. You know what I mean? Is your shit all fucked up again? Yeah. Damn. That's good now. It's just that splitter, I guess. Split my fucking ass. Technology, folks. You got to get rid of it. We got to go Kaczynski on them. We got to just blow it up. Because it never works. It doesn't do what you want it to do. Well, we were talking about Chinese people eating bats, and I realized that these are made in China. Damn. <laughs> we got the corona, brother. 
Get corroded by the boat. No, I'm fine now. Nah, it's the splitter, dude. It's not the headphones. But it's all good. We're fine. It's not fucking. Oh! <laughs> I'm going to blow this shit up, dude. I'm going to move to a cabin in the woods. I'm going to have the government way overdose me on LSD. And uh, I'm going to start mailing packages out. You know what I'm saying? What kind of packages? Packages, bro. Dicks? They're... Cut dicks. <laughs> yeah, but they're going to be made of wood. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so after a month of fucking planning and monitoring police activity, they set an eight-minute watch. They knew what the spot response time was going to be. Uh, as the two were walking in, they were spotted by two LAPD officers, Lauren Farrell and Martin Perello, who were driving down Laurel Canyon in their patrol car. Officer Perello issued a call on the radio 15a43 requesting assistance we have a possible 211 in progress at the bank of america because yeah you know that's the fucking problem is when you go inside somewhere covered head to toe and 40 pounds of body armor you will draw a little bit of attention you know that's not a normal fucking sight to see like oh my god the fucking it's jihad time you know they think that you've come um, you're tired of American morals. You, uh, you don't, you don't appreciate women having sex out in the open. You've you've come to end it. You know, it's jihad, Alu Akbar. As they entered the bank, each of them armed with their Norinco Type 56 rifles, they forced a customer leaving the ATM lobby near the entrance into the bank and onto the floor. A security guard inside saw the scuffle. And the two heavily armed robbers radioed ahead to his partner in the parking lot to call the police. Though his partner missed the fucking call. Again, dude, police. They're fucking idiots. Police shouted. Or, sorry, police. Philip shouted. This is a cool fucking thing to shout. Walks in, kicks the door open. This is a fucking holdup. Hell yeah. A hold up or a fucking stick up. Those are the two coolest things to fucking say. Yeah. I remember that one time we were talking about taking them confetti pop guns and going into a cracker barrel right before we left and going, Pow, you've been had by the bank <laughs> pop boys. <laughs> hey, drink the rest of this, dude, so I can drink that. You got that one right there. That's what I'm saying. Seth just brought us a Bud Light seltzer. I'm trying to get into it. See, so slam those fucking highlights. It's just gross. Uh, yeah, so look. They're walking in, dude. They're holding it up. He yelled, this is a fucking holdup. You know what time it is. You've been fucking broke. It's time to fucking break yourself. You've been broke. It's time to break yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Break yourself, motherfucker. Put the hands up. Get Run it. Run the money. Before he and Montesoranu opened fire into the ceiling in an attempt to scare the approximately 30 bank staff and customers so that way they wouldn't want to fucking resist. They know they mean business. That's why you do that. It says two things. It says, one, look, we don't want to shoot you, right? We do not want to. However, we fucking will, you know? Yeah. You will get shot. We don't want to, but we will. Shot on command. Yep. And, I, I you know, that, that most of the time, that's what's noble about bank robbery. They're not, they're not going to kill people. Yeah. They want the money. It's not your fucking money. It's George Soros's fucking money. Just give it up. Give me the loot. Yep. Give me the fucking loot. You, you know? can get back to him. You know, you can go buy you a, a bagel log. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. 
Phillips shot open the bulletproof door uh, because, of course, it's only designed to resist low-velocity rounds. They're not prepared for a fucking Armageddon, you know? So he got access to the tellers <laughs> in the vault. The robbers forced assistant manager John Villagrenin to open the vault. Villagrenin obliged to begin to fill the robber's money bag, which is the move, dude. You have to. However, due to a change in the bank's delivery schedule, the vault contains significantly less than the 750000 the gunman expected, which that's got to fucking suck, you know? That's so much effort. And they've already scored $1.5 million from a robbery. Like you don't want to, you don't want less than that. No, you're in a high risk fucking game. Phillips, of course, is enraged at the development. He argued with Villagrenin and demanded more. In an apparent show of rage, Philip fired a full drum magazine of 75 rounds into the bank's safe, destroying much of the remaining money. Come on, dude. Phillips then attempted to open the ATM. But due to a change in policies, the branch manager no longer had access to the money inside. And that is, that's what's fucked up. That's why you, you should rob banks, because they don't care about your, their life. No. They're like, Our, we won't let them have access to it in case they get robbed. Dude, you're getting someone killed. Well, you're getting is, murdered. It's, it's literally Monopoly money, man. Yeah, that's it. it's not real. You know, you, you have to think about this, is that the fucking Federal Reserve prints money... With debt attached to it. You'll never, we'll never be able to pay off that debt ever. Yep. It's not even fucking real. Exactly. It's just paper, dude. You're in a fantasy land. Let them fucking have it, guys. Let them fucking have it. But yeah, so the the branch manager can't get access to it. That's the fucking <coughs> recipe for trouble. But these guys, look, they don't want to hurt people. They have no intention of doing that. So they lock the hostages into the bank vault. Because they are in a little bit of a fucking standoff now. And, and you know, that's got to be a fucking tough spot to be in. But look, again, these guys, they really know their shit. And this is what they've planned on. And uh, it's a bold fucking plan, dude. Because, look, you don't go in armed head to toe because you, you know for a fact you're going to get away. If shit goes south, you want to be ready for it. And But they're fucking ready for it. Beyond ready for it. So... That, that that your game plan shifts from a swift getaway to where you go in, you get the money, you bolt out, you know, maybe you take a hostage and use them as leverage to get away from police. No, nah, dude, they fucking locked them all in the vault and they went out because they what their plan is is to fucking shoot their way out, blast their way out. Now again, like last week, if you're in the spot, if you're in this much, you got before you die. You just got to take a sip of the sweetest juice, dude. It's right juice. there. The sweetest juice. Come shooting cops, dude. Shooting fucking cops, bro. Get with it. You got headphones on. Yeah. Get your head in the fucking game, bro. I am. I'm just trying to think of the sweetest juice. Shooting man. fucking cops. I'm shooting saying, it out. I'm thinking about like... I've been destroying a pussy hole before you get in and shoot out with cops. You know, there's got to be at least one one lady in there. It's like, yeah, take me. Fuck me before you take me. Take this police out. Yeah, know? man. I hope they did. They deserve it. Yeah, they're doing yeah, something dude. that fucking rocks. Man. Thanks for tuning in to 97.6, The Rock Zone. You know what we got going on right now is a hot bank robbery over at the Bank of America branch off Los Alamos. Uh, this next fucking Metallica saboteur goes out to these guys because they, 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 they rock, 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 rock. This fucking rocks. Pants. Pam, 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 pants. Pants. 
Hell yeah. Show me your fucking hands. <laughs> well, let me tell you what. If they're doing this kind of shit, they like shit heavier than that. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> you know? uh, look, dude, rock radio, though. You know? Yeah, yeah. Rock. That, that was rock radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the most they got. You know, know what I mean? Rock hard. Man, they just told them to crank up 96.8 rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> You're rock. Uh, Rock hard with rock hard 98.6 rock hard The home of hard fucking rock Yeah Demolition Hammer and Razor Are both the fucking sound oh, tunes Oh <laughs> yeah 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 martial law dude By the rest of, Yeah I mean I'm not gonna lie yeah, violent restitution, We already got a fucking It's a Razor song for this one Hell yes Yeah dude fuck yeah It has to be What else could it be Demolition hammer only. So look, here we go. Outside, the first responding officers heard the gunfire from inside the bank, made another radio call for additional units, and took cover behind their patrol car. They tried to position themselves behind their cars in a way to fucking deal with these high-power weapons they hear firing. Because look, did he fire a 75-round drum magazine? You know that you, if you're a cop. And you hear that, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's time to go home. It's, uh, this is the day that I've been dreading. All the times I beat up homeless people for just trying to live, it's all coming back now. Yeah, all baby. the good cops are at this scene. They're just all the ones that are no, just they're, they're probably preventing crime the right way somewhere. Yeah, yeah. All the other ones are like, fuck this. That's where I'm going. Yeah. Because I want the glory. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're about to fucking get it, brother, because it's going to... All hell's about to break loose. So the robbers are still inside. Uh, we got patrol cars and detective units that arrived. They took strategic positions at all four corners of the bank, basically surrounding it. And you can watch this shit, dude. You can literally watch this happen. It, it, it fucking rocks. <laughs> at 9.24 a.m., Phillips exited through the north doorway, and after spotting a cop car 200 feet away, he opened fire for several minutes, wounding seven <coughs> officers and three civilians. Dude, he pinned them down. Just one of them. And he was covering his partner. This is guerrilla tactics, bro. Pinning him down by just opening fucking fire for several minutes. Think about that. Several minutes. Man. Open fucking fire, bro. <laughs> uh, he also fired... At a LAPD helicopter, which was surveying above, fired at it so much that it had to leave. It got too risky. Man, that's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. All right, the break to y'all, but this is cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody's like, like those two dudes are like, I know we're going to die, but high five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That's the thing, dude. You're going. You're. It's already yeah, yeah, over. Just, the jig is up, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the jig is up, man. It's time to fucking up. get out, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, this man, this is radical. I know, I love the it, dude. I'm radical getting all hard again. This. Yeah, it fucking rocks. He briefly, uh, Phyllis briefly retreated inside to reload and compose himself. He reemerged through the north doorway and Modest Ron, who exited through the south exit. They began to engage the officers, firing sporadic bursts into the patrol cars that had been positioned on Laurel Canyon in front of the bank. Officers who were only armed with standard Beretta 92s and 38 Smith & Wesson revolvers, a few of them had 12-gauge Ithaca 37 pump-action shotguns, returned fire. 
However, the cop's weaponry could not penetrate the body armor worn by either one of them, and most of the LAPD officer service pistols had insufficient range and poor accuracy at long distances. An officer was heard on the LAPD frequency at approximately 10 to 15 minutes in the shootout. Dude, 15 minutes shootout. It, I mean, it goes on for way that's a long just, time. That's what man. I'm saying, dude. It, it keeps going. But just imagine, like the uh, the peaks, like the adrenaline dumps. Let, let's break this down. <laughs> so, uh, a fist fight between yeah. two individuals. A long fight is 10 to 15 seconds. That's a long fight, dude. Nah, that's the average. That's the average, right? Right. A so, long fight's a minute. Like yeah. in the street, like a street fight that goes on for a minute, you're like, damn, they're fucking yeah. going at it. 15, 20 seconds, two people that don't know how to fight out of breath, it doesn't last that long. Yeah. One minute, That's those are some motherfuckers, man. They're going at it. Okay, those are some raw street fighting son of a bitches. You know, beyond <laughs> that, those are some real bad motherfuckers. Yeah. A 15 minute goddamn shootout. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a championship fight in the UFC, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, so I'm... <laughs> Uh, now they're, they're warning other officers, they're already warning other officers that they should not stop the gate, the getaway vehicle. They've got automatic weapons that are so powerful that there's nothing they can do to stop them. We're not talking about Little Rock, Arkansas police. We're not talking about, but Montana police. We're not talking about even fucking... Tucson, Arizona police. We're talking about the LAPD, dude. dude. One of the biggest police forces in the fucking country. The second biggest city in America. And they're sh- they can't handle them. They're giving up. They're saying to call it off. They're getting their fucking asses kicked. What are you going to do? Not a it's tits. God. They, they, they shook them up. I'm getting hot, dude. Additionally, the cops are pinned down by the heavy spray of gunfire coming from the robbers, which makes it impossible for snipers to attempt a headshot because of the, you know, the juxtaposition. They don't stop shooting. They keep moving. They're trying to get to their cars. And because they are pinning police officers down with fire, there's cops in the line of basically every fucking shot, dude. They they know what they're doing. Now, some of the cops, this is, this rocks as far as the cops go. Check out the move that they fucking pull because, again, their equipment is not working out. They go to a gun store and buy a bunch of AR 15s. You know what I'm saying? Man. This is one of the coolest days in the history of America. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just imagine, like, first of all, imagine being the cop that thought of it. Like, listen, guys, this is going to sound crazy. Stay with me. There's a gun store down the street. <laughs> Let me tell you what. We're probably not too far from another one. Something like this, man. Yeah. People are getting so bent out of shape, dude. So bent out about the law and bent out about guns. Yeah. And somebody's going to lose their fucking cool, God. dude. It's not going to be us. We hope. <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. I know, dude. I, I fucking it, love shit like this. It gets my blood pumping, bro. Yeah, There's dude. still hope out there. <laughs> Man, when somebody just really doesn't care about what everybody else thinks about, that's what I like. That's what I like. That's yeah. it, man. Yeah. That's when you go, oh, this isn't real. And then there's so many people that don't think like that. And then there's like some that do. 
Mm-hmm. Those are the people to align with. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, dude, again, you know, you could end up doing this. You could end up starting a podcast. Who knows, man? But, you know, you'll find the right yeah. person out there for you. Like I said, man, we'll be the John Candies of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't be allowed to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, We're sure. openly calling for violence. It's like, this is the problem. I know we're not. Here, yeah, it's but, a sad but here, time. Here, here, here's the fucking problem with podcasting today, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're on, like, Joe Rogan's doing this. Yeah. And we're doing this. Like, we shouldn't be allowed to. You know what I'm saying? We we really shouldn't be allowed there's to. A, there's worse. <laughs> there's, know. like, a new Black yeah, Panther course, Party one yeah. that's real wild. But I'm just saying, dude, I'm just, we shouldn't be allowed to. You, know, yeah, you yeah, get what yeah. I'm saying, right? Like, we're fucking idiots. Yeah. And we love dumb shit. Like, it's just, it, it should, we, this should be off the airwaves. I agree with them. If they're like, look, guys, No. <laughs> No. Okay, I get it. I fucking get it. I'm mean, I'm not happy about it, but I understand. This is a consequence of freedom of speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to fucking pass it into law, then you can take a big old bite of my slaw. Yeah, man. I don't think it, I don't think violence openly is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, dude. All right, man. <laughs> All right, brother. Uh, yeah, so anyway, they fucking cops go buy some AR-15s. And imagine being the guy selling it to him, like, what's up, fellas? <laughs> yeah, because he's like, uh, oh, crap. What are y'all boys doing today? They're like, we got a situation. He's like, well, in that case, let me put on this 50% tax pigs. Because <laughs> you know how gun shop owners are, dude. Yeah, they don't yeah. like cops. It's like they, they got like, from falling down. He's like, yes. you know those people? Yeah, they want the revolution to kick off. Are they? Do they probably have fucking swastikas around? Yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. Are, do they rock? No, they don't necessarily rock, but they hate the government. You know what I mean? So, but they're so proud of like, yeah, that'll be a ten thousand dollar AR fifteen, sir. Man, that movie. Falling I, I understand down. you need it right. Yeah, falling down, dude. I, I'm telling you, I've almost fallen down so many times, bro. <laughs> just fucking. I know. Man. In my car, fucking. <laughs> yep. You, have you <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stay on topic, but yeah, <laughs> I get fucking worked up sometimes, dude. It happens. It happens to everybody. And that's the problem. That's why, you know, this is what you want to do. Sometimes you get stuck in traffic. People are being fucking assholes all around you. You fucking go to a restaurant or a store, and you get shitty service, and people are fucking assholes. You just want to blast them, dude. Now, two locations adjacent to the North parking lot provided good covers for officers and and detectives. But like I was saying, at that range, they could not get good shots off. Police shot Phillips and his rifle with their handguns while Phillips was still firing and taking cover near the four vehicles adjacent to the north wall of the bank. One location that provided an advantageous position was uh, not quite as good as Taco Bell, but pretty decent. Del Taco, which was about 350 feet away from Phillips East side, where an officer fucking fired 90 plus rounds at Phillips, hitting him at least four times. But that doesn't mean, you know, who knows where, right? Yeah. You don't know if you did any damage. And Phillips is the one that's got the full body armor. So he probably heard like, ding, got him. Thing got him. I, I got Mios Dios the other day, dude. Mios Dios. <laughs> yeah, dude. I fucking. <laughs> it was my birthday the other day. I took I took the kids to the trampoline park. I was like, man, I'm gonna try to jump with them, dude. And when I yeah. jump, my like I lost all feeling in my legs and just <laughs> ate shit. And there's all these teenagers just laughing at me, and yeah. I was like, yeah, I know, man. So I just stopped <laughs> and let the kids go at it. <laughs> And then, uh, you ate it at the trampoline dude, park, dude. I couldn't feel nothing, man. Yeah, I like lost feeling. I peed a little bit. He lost feeling. 
<laughs> you right. beat your pants in front of a bunch of teenagers, well, not like dude. a bunch, but just a little bit. And so, so we went, we went to a restaurant. I got a bunch of fucking, yeah. uh, um, <laughs> yeah. fucking yeah. Uh, Long Islands, you know? Yeah, sure. With the kids, like, right? Well, I would drive it. Hell well, no. you were with the kids. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No one said anything about driving. Just, just yeah, you know, no, your no, stepdad. No. You took it to the real trampoline park. Yeah. You took them to the trampoline park with their real dad. Yeah. They now you're knocking back a couple of fucking Long Islands. Hey, whatever, man. It's yeah, Saturday, I didn't get bro. Fucked up. Fuck I didn't it, get dude. fucked up. Yeah. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. Yeah. Oh yeah. You leisurely drank Long Islands, I just right? Three of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're not fucked up at all. It's all good, so dude. Just a Long was... Island ice. Just every type of liquor with some. <laughs> no, dude. Yeah. Dude. No problem, bro. So we got home and I was like, well, yeah. you know, I'll go get some cakes or whatever. Yeah, sure. Oh, you didn't have cakes on tap already? No. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, dude. I was like, I'll just go. I go to the grocery store. Yeah. What I did was I went down to the local Mexican restaurant, man, to get cake. No, another Long Island. <laughs> and I, I told him, I said, I, like this, this Latin lady, poor, poor lady, she didn't understand nothing I was saying. I was like, listen, <laughs> Barf, dude. whatever, whatever <laughs> Long Island is. Yeah, I eat three times that. And she goes. She goes, what? And I was like, three times the alcohol. And so this other guy had to come over and explain it to her. And yeah. she goes, Mios Dios. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking slammed this thing. She's like, I, she's like, we're about to close. And I slammed this thing in like yeah. 30 seconds. Before you got the cake? Yeah. And then I went and got cake. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, <laughs> my back's not fucked up now. You know? <laughs> Damn, dude. It was a good time. I took an ambient and then. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> This is why the infrastructure is falling apart. There's no good parents left. There's no role models. Nah, man. I'm a great role model. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I do, for sure. I do, I do what I'm supposed to, man, until it's my birthday. Oh, it was your, yeah, it was your birthday. That's true. Yeah, I had to do something. Oh, yeah. Too. Happy birthday, you dumb fucking I don't give a shit cares, man. It's just an excuse for me to get so tanked that I can't even think. Yeah. Did or you feel. get your dick wet, dude? I don't often don't remember. Not, you didn't. That I sucks, don't remember. dude. And the night before I did. That fucking sucks, bro. But we also didn't. Uh, that fucking sucks. We also, the that night before, took sucks. something that we're not supposed to. That fucking sucks. That no, was good. Now, the other location that proved advantageous. I mean, oh, dude, also speaking of Medios Mio, just one second. Sorry, guys. We're in LAPD. This is kind of on topic. I've been watching this show, The Outsider. You heard of that? It's like a Stephen King book. And uh, I was, like, all in with it, dude. Like, I'm, I'm I'm on board. It's a little bit creepy, like Stephen King shit is. And then uh, they finally reveal, like, who, like, they narrowed it down. Like, there's a supernatural presence there, and they finally nail it down. And so this lady has, like, a official fucking meeting, right? She gets, like, everyone together, and she's like, all right, guys. Like, this entity is sometimes referred to as El Cuco. And I'm like El Cuco, and so I was like, ta- like one it's of my a loves worker, <laughs> El Cuco, Los Sabados Ramingo is El Cuco. So like I fucking maybe Thursday, El Cuco. Yeah, you want to get one of those triple Long Islands, bro? Man, I got ten. They probably were like, he, the, the, as soon as you left, they were like, oh, Dios mío. She, her eyes are the biggest I've ever seen anybody's eyes. They're and like, they're, they're just huge. like. El Cuco. <laughs> You're El Cuco, dude. You're fucking El Cuco. But anyway, dude, I was at work and uh, damn, you know, you know, I work with that like middle aged Mexican dishwasher. Yeah, and uh, he's pretty fucking funny. Dude, a, a fucking real off the wall thing he said last week is he was like, "Hey man, me going, 
me do me go me daddy house in Texas and we me going to this neighborhood and we going and all the people's there is dark is all people is dark and me saying oh this bad area is <laughs> bad it's bad and me see me stopping car and it's two dark peoples and they is looking at me and I said no we got to leave because the dark peoples they steal they rob they take the car. It's no good. And me go back and me tell me daddy where me were. And me daddy says, is down there is only dark peoples. Is no go there. <laughs> I was fucking dying, dude. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Don't go to Jamaican, Texas. <laughs> uh, anyway, dude, so I was talking to my friend who's watching the same show today. And I'm like... Yeah, I mean, like, the bad guy is fucking this... I was like, it's kind of ridiculous, because they're like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's, how the fuck are you going to name it? <laughs> El Cuco. And uh, I could see that dude, like, look around real quick, and I was like... <laughs> I just kept being, like, all day, I kept being like, El Cuco. <laughs> dude, finally, finally, he goes, hey, hey, don't say El Cuco anymore. I was like, why, dude? He's like, El Cuco is is very bad. El Cuco is very bad. El Cuco is eat children. El Cuco is making the people sick. <laughs> El Cuco. He doesn't like, like that shit, dude. There's two things that he doesn't like, dude. Number one, number one is a problem. Big problem is dark people because they'll rob you, dude. And number two, dude, number two, bro. Number two, bro is El Cuco. Is like El Cuco. They're one and the same. <laughs> That's so good, man. I love that. El Cuco is making the people sick. I don't just show up to your job one day. Why is there and just go, El Cuco? He was saying saying that fucking, uh, you you fucking tell your kid if they're being bad that El Cuco is going to come get them, dude. Oh man, I'm starting that tonight. <laughs> yeah, you are fucking El Cuco, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If your kids keep acting up, uh, fucking daddy's gonna go drink six fucking Long Islands and then take an Ambien again. Just fucking crawling out from under their bed and shit. Except you can't because it's probably just a mattress on the floor. El Cuco. <laughs> you ain't crawling on the floor in that shit. <laughs> You just made me walk, man. Dude, you should come to my fucking house and hide underneath one of my kids' beds. And <laughs> Dude, what if it's about fucking, like six in the morning? Just I'll fucking get up. plop out and go, El Cuco. My wife's been like, yo, it's six in the morning. Just wait till the kids are at school for you get me get something to drink. And I was like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, yeah, you got up. You baby walked like a walk like a toddler, like I'll stompy and shit. Yeah. And then I dropped, you toddled? Yeah, and then I dropped my drink in the middle of the floor. <laughs> and then I go, well. And then I just go back to bed. <laughs> El Cuco. Just, then I'm just going to go say El Cuco a thousand times, so I just do the El Cuco. Es El Cuco. <laughs> Mommy, why is there a drink spilled in the floor? Es El Cuco. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, so the cures are, sorry, sorry, boys. Uh, back on the topic. Uh <laughs> There's another location that proved advantageous for the LAPD, and that was the backyard of a house down the street. A cinder block wall provided cover for the cops who shot at and had struck Phillips with 9mm rounds from their pistol. Which he's fine, dude. Didn't cause any problems. After 
Mata Saranu backed the Chevy Celebrity out of a handicap space in the north parking lot because remember they went on different sides and they pinned the police down so he was able to go around the building due to cover fire get into the Chevy Celebrity pulls it out of the handicap space in the north parking lot Phillips received a gunshot wound to his left hand and uh, helicopter footage confirms that because he reacts he like shakes his hand and looks down it seems like he's actually in pain at this point at the same time lapd gunfire struck the rifle that phillips was firing rendering it inoperable i know for a fact that wasn't the fucking dissipator because the dissipator could take one dude dissipator could take a couple bro yeah the fucking dissipator will keep on rocking it's like a mega butthole yeah dude you can fucking put a couple in the dissipator dude and it's gonna keep rolling on your ass uh, LAPD injured Phillips by holding two places of cover, and that prevented an easy getaway. Which you know, because they're firing from two angles, he does he can't. It's hard to pin them down. You know, you got one person <coughs> trying to pull the car out, and again, they're trying to shoot their fucking way out. And now is when the SWAT team arrives. The LAPD got the second call of officer down, and uh, that's when a tactical alert is issued, which is fucking crazy to me. It's like, dude. You got guys in body armor with high-powered rifles going into the bank. Why didn't the SWAT team come then? If not now, when, my guy? When? What are you waiting for? Two cops to be shot? How is that what you wait for? Just fucking get after it. What else are you doing? That's it. Go fucking get them. The SWAT team, they didn't show up until 18 minutes after shooting had begun. 18 minutes. A fucking a shootout. That's where we're at now. Getting it. Uh, they come, they, they have their own AR-15s. They're wearing running shoes and shorts under their body armor because they had been on an exercise run when they received the call. That makes sense. Upon arrival, they commandeered a nearby armored truck, which is fucking awesome. Like, get the fuck out. Give me the truck. It's full of money and shit. They probably just kept it. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, they use that to extract wounded civilians and officers from the scene, which is a good fucking plan. But again, they probably kept the money. Now, while still in the parking lot, Montesirano got shot twice in the butt. Oh. Twice in the right. They shot me in the butt talks. I feel like the butt still sucked, though. Oh, dude, it so hurts. Many nerves. It hurts, bro. Yeah. No, the, the Montesirano only had the vest. So he got shot twice in the right butt cheek and once in the left forearm, which made him leave the duffel bag of money and get in the uh, getaway vehicle and start the engine. He was having a fun shootout, got shot in the ass, and that woke him up. You know what I mean? Do I got shot, that bullet jumped up and met me right in my buttocks. You know what's crazy about Forrest Gump is that getting shot in the ass, a lot better than getting AIDS. I don't know. No, I do know. Well, they're both slow. El Cuco. <laughs> you got all them nerves back there, man? Dude, Jenny probably fucked El Cuco for sure, bro. Yeah, that's who got it. <laughs> <laughs> El Cuco could eat a hell of an ass today. Yeah, El Cuco's got AIDS, though, for sure. Uh, Phillips retrieved the HK-91 from the open trunk and continued opening fire on officers while walking alongside the sedan. And if you if you pull the video for this, which we can't for fucking YouTube reasons, but you can watch this shit. They, they start walking alongside the vehicle and use it for cover, which is a great fucking move. As Phillips approached the passenger side of the getaway car, he was hit in the shoulder and his rifle was stuck in the receiver and magazine by bullets fired by police, which sucks, dude. They just keep shooting at his fucking gun. Play fair, you dorks. After firing a few more shots with one arm, Phillips discards the AK 
and retrieved his other Norinco 56 before exiting the parking lot and retreating onto the street while Monas and Ranhu drove down the road. And this is my favorite thing to watch because <clears throat> you got the car slowly going because he's walking next to it and he's got the door open and the back door open and he's just walking along. Fucking blasting, dude. Just fucking. Shoot at the gun is when they see it shoot, they shoot in the direction where the, the light comes out of the gun yeah. if they're sh- sitting too far away. Uh, if you're in like a dark alley or anything like this, that's kind of the ideal thing is to shoot. At so the that's light. Po- police training? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know that that this is the this like the iconic footage from that where the cars rolling down the street and they're just fucking in a shootout, dude. I mean, it's as much as a shootout as a shootout could be a shootout. They got, you know, dozens of cops firing at them. The uh Phillips is returning fire. 9:52 a.m. Dude, it's almost been an hour. <laughs> yeah. Phillips turned east on Archwood Street and <clears throat> took cover behind a parked semi-truck where he continued to fire at police until his rifle jammed. Unable to clear the jam, he dropped the rifle and drew the Beretta, which that, you know, that's over. You know it's over. Yeah. Once you get to your pistol, dude, you know it's a wrap. He began firing, and then he got shot in the right hand, which caused him to drop the pistol. After he got shot, he retrieved the pistol, placed the muzzle under his chin, and fired. He was simultaneously shot by a bullet that severed his spine. So just if you're keeping count, he's been shot about 20 times and he shot himself. Officers across the street continued to shoot Phillips body several times while he was on the ground dead. But you got to make sure. I mean, he just blew, yeah, his, he's got he just blew his brains out, but you know, you got to make sure. Hell yeah, man. And plus they're, they're loving it, dude. They're having a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Splatter. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, once you've already, once you've kicked it off, you can't stop. <clears throat> After the firing stops, the cops surround this fucking corpse, handcuff him, and remove his ski mask. Madison whose vehicle was rendered inoperable after two of its tires were shot out. And, that, and that's what cops do. You know what I mean? Like, he's dead. He's dead, dead. And you've handcuffed him. <laughs> Come on, boys. It's not like... He, I mean, he, he deserves your respect at this point. Yeah. You know? Did, did he fuck your whole day up? Did he shoot a bunch of people? Does it suck? Yeah. But at the same time, does he fucking rock? Well, the thing is, this is what you live for as a cop. Exactly. You know? Just show the respect. He rocks. Yeah, he's basically a cop without a badge. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's living your dream. And you're living your dream. Y'all are having a great time. You couldn't have been doing what you're doing right now without him. Yeah. You know? Uh, the ineffectiveness of the standard police pistols and shotgun penetrating the robber's body armor led to a trend. I'm sorry, yeah. And Montessoran, who... Um, what the fuck? He died, yeah. He fucking died from... Uh, can you... I'm sorry, man. I got my shit's all fucking... You know how two pages get stuck to here? Yeah, yeah. Montessoran, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> who's driving the vehicle, the vehicle gets stopped because the tires are shot out. The way he's he's been shot several times by bullets flying through the fucking window. Nine fifty six a.m. He's still going. He jumps out, attempts to carjack a yellow nineteen sixty three Jeep Gladiator, which that's a good one. You know what I mean? Like if you could have got away with that, that's a good stroke of luck. Uh, on Archwood, he shot the driver, but the sh- driver f- fled on foot, and that kind of sucks. That guy didn't do anything. Three blocks east of where Phillips had already died. So he may, you know, considering the speed he was going at with the flat tires, and she got pretty far. He quickly transferred all of his weapons and ammo from the getaway car, but was unable to operate the Jeep, 
due to the driver engaging the electrical kill switch before fleeing. Yeah. That is a crazy thing to have in a car. Yeah. This is from the fucking 60s. I guess it was just, just in case, baby. <clears throat> As helicopters hovered overhead, a patrol car driven by SWAT officers quickly arrived and stopped on the opposite side of Montesaranu's abandoned Chevy. Montesaranu left the truck, took cover behind the Chevy, and then, of course, engaged the two cops in two and a half minutes. I'm um, so the two cop cars in two and a half minutes of uninterrupted gunfire. Now, again, two and a half minutes of just constant fucking firing. That's a long fucking time, man. No brakes. His chest armor deflected a double tap from one of the SWAT members, which briefly winded him. So they got a second to recoup and then bam, right back to firing. At least one SWAT member fired his AR below the cars and wounded Manasranhu in his unprotected lower legs. He was soon unable to continue and put his hands up to show surrender. Seconds after he surrendered, cops rushed in to pin him down. As he was being cuffed, SWAT officers asked for his name, to which he replied, Pete. When asked if there was any more suspects, what did he retort? Fuck you, shoot me in the head! Hard. Hell yeah. Rock. <laughs> cool, man. What a cool boy. I know, man. Ambulance personnel were following standard procedure in hostile situations by refusing to enter a hot zone as Montesaranhu was still considered to be dangerous. And because there were still reports or the belief that there was a third gunman still loose, they did not treat him. Some reports indicate that he was lying on the ground with no weapons for approximately an hour before ambulances arrived, groaning in pain and pleading for help, pleading to be shot. The police radioed for an ambulance, but Montesaranhu, loudly swearing profusely and still goading the police to shoot him, died. His last breath, goading the police. I love to goad a motherfucker. This dude is goading the police to shoot him, please. He died before the ambulances and EMTs were allowed to reach the scene almost 70 minutes later. 70 minutes later. Later reports showed that he was shot over 20 times in just the legs. Just the legs. He was shot over 20 fucking times. Riddled with bullets. That is insane. What a hardsman. Died from trauma due to excessive blood loss coming from two gunshot wounds to his left thigh. Ask God him, dude. That's where the veins are at, brother. Most of the incident, including the death of Phillips and the surrender of Montesaranu, was broadcast live by news helicopters. I'm telling you, the footage is out there. It's fucking certified nanners. They hovered over the scene and televised the action of the battle as it unfolded. Over 300 law enforcement officers from various forces had responded to the citywide tack alert. By the time the shooting had stopped... Phillips and Montesarano had fired about 1,100 rounds, which on average of the time it took was around every two seconds. God damn it. Ooh. Each robber was shot and penetrated by at least 10 bullets. Both were able to continue shooting. The shootout contributed to the arming of normal police officers in Los Angeles and nationwide with semi-automatic selective fire and automatic rifles, which is, you know... A negative from this. They got heavy fucking firepower. Well, I mean, it's, it's here's the thing is there's not, you know, you don't, we don't really uphold tough motherfuckers anymore. This is some tough, 
Shit. Yeah, and you know, it is wrong, a little bit wrong to glorify people like this because, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, civilians got hurt. And I don't, I'm not, I, you know, I don't love cops, but obviously all cops aren't bad people. Yeah. Not all of them. You did sign up for this job, but you're not all bad people. Well, a lot same, of them do bad shit. Yeah. But I mean, it, you know, these are the breaks. In the same regard, though, we, you know, civilians get shot in war and we glorify those people but these people these guys are like you know money's not real and, we, and you know you clearly need a lot of it to do some yeah. shit, you know and my oh sorry so it's 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 a it's a clear indication of like oh these are casualties of war which this is a war this sure. isn't like this isn't just a shootout it's oh, like yeah that's war dude it's they went it, to fucking battle man. They're, like, they're basically going to war against the government which yeah, is fine that's exactly what know? they did and let me say sucks. the other thing i want to say is like just let him go. Let him fucking go. Yeah. I understand it. Okay, so look, your job is to serve and protect. What would have served and protected more? To get into a fucking shootout with these lunatics covered in body armor with high-powered rifles? Civilians got shot. They wouldn't have gotten shot if that hadn't happened. Yeah. Now, if you would have let him go, if you would have let him go, you probably would have caught him later, and they would have got away with some money that they're going to recoup. But there would have been sure. no... Civilians getting shot, none, zero, none, because they they weren't going to do that. That wasn't their plan. So if they would have just said, "All right, we'll catch up with them later," yeah, and just let them go. Well, if they do it with like domestic violence the way they do here in Arkansas, so Arkansas, like if your husband whoops your fucking ass, they they demand you go to uh, counseling, and then they go the woman. Know, like if yeah. you get beat up, you have to go to if, counseling. You have to go to counseling. Like God, oh no, this God. is. You know, there's something that needs to be worked out. You guys, you know, you can't get a divorce. You got to go to counseling. Oh, yeah. yeah no, I and then if that nothing works divorce. out, then that, you know? So yeah. it's like a majority of the time, because I deal with because we actually have a domestic violence thing in my job yeah. where they'll go, oh, well, what do you want me to do? You know, that's what the police will say. Jesus They've said Christ, that dude. with the kids. Just fucking useless. The kids will be like destroying shit and stabbing yeah. people, penciling. What do you want me to do? Like, come on, dude. Like, be, anything. <laughs> you know, it's it's like, how about anything? You know, not we, anything. We don't want them to go to jail, but like, right. yo, they're stabbing people with pencils. Yes. You know, we, they're supposed to help, dude. You know? Yeah. And what would have been most helpful here, in my opinion, would have just been to let them go. Just let them go. Because again, you're yeah. like, now you, you're going to find out who they are. You know what I mean? And you're going to arrest them. And the, you know, there's you're not going to get away, even in the 90s. It's too late to get away with shit like that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Once you've been in, like engaged in that situation, I mean, they got away with the other ones because they didn't engage. The, the police didn't see them. They just got away with it clean. Here, you're going to get them. And you to, know to, risk, to risk that many lives, that doesn't seem like serving and protecting to me at it all. It doesn't make a story. That's a True. problem. Right. So it's like you, you you know who they are, then you just wait until they're not together. Yeah. And like maybe there's some wild fucking gun in the car. Yeah. But there's not like not this incident, you know, where right. they're prepared. Yeah. Well, anyway, fuck police. <laughs> uh but again, because of this, because the standard police pistols and shotgun didn't do much in the way of keeping the police safe or being able to shoot them, killing them instantly, not just SWAT teams, regular cops, again, they got AR fifteen style rifles. Seven months after the firefight, the Department of Defense gave 600 surplus M16s to the LAPD, which were each issued to a patrol sergeant. The LAPD patrol vehicles now all carry AR-15s as standard issue with bullet-resistant Kevlar plating on the doors as well. That's good. I mean, you know what I mean? The, the, uh, a lawsuit on behalf of Montessoran, whose children 
was filed against members of the LAPD claiming his civil rights had been violated and that he was allowed to bleed to death. Now that is true. I really think it is because uh, it's, you know, it's one assailant. Now, you know, it's two guys, the firefight's over with. I understand it was a tense situation. There's no reason for that guy to sit there on the ground for 70 minutes and bleed. I mean, you should have just shot him. If you, if you wanted him to die for sure, just shoot him. You're like, okay, he's not getting out of this. But no, that's the thing, dude. That's the sadistic side of it, and I, I don't agree with that at all. Um, the lawsuit was tried in the U.S. District Court in February and March of 2000. It ended a mistrial and a hung jury. The suit was later dropped when Monasterano's family agreed to dismiss the action with a waiver of malicious prosecution. The year following the shootout, 18 officers of the LAPD received a Departmental Medal of Valor for their actions, and they met President Bill Clinton. Ah, listen, fellas, we coming up. Could you bring me a sack of In-N-Out burgers? Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to get an In-N-Out over here. All I could get is rallies, and it's pretty good, but it's not as good. Yeah, pussy. I love to get pussy. I love. Look, there's not any place I step into, I get pussy one way or another. Do you think there's a difference between Arkansas and California pussy? Light those fires. Nope. In 2003, a film about the incident was produced. 44 minutes. The North Hollywood shootout. It's not great. 2004, the LAPD Museum in Highland Park opened an exhibit where two life-size mannequins of the <coughs> robbers are fucking, you know, anti-heroes. We'll call them that. They are fitted with the armor and clothing, and I'll post those on Instagram because it's pretty fucking rad. All the clothing they wore and the weaponry they used along with the literal escape Chevy. They got right. it. That's a cool museum that I would love to check out. And yeah, I'll post all that shit on Instagram this week, you know, to fucking hopefully get some traction. Our Instagram, dude, they hate us. We keep going down in followers. And I, it's like, there's no way people are unfollowing us like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're know. getting fucked, bud. <laughs> the, the, the Instagram, they're, they're all out to get us. And a lot of people, not just us. But I guess that's the fucking breaks when you're, fuck, you know, telling people to kill cops. That's what happens, folks. We're doing it for you, the people. We're out here fighting in the trenches, voting for Bernie Sanders. You going to vote? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. give a shit. That's true, man. It don't affect me one way or the other. That's 100% fucking fact. It's the same now as it was when Trump, when uh, Obama was in office, except Trump calls people fat. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's the same as it was whenever it began and when it yeah. ends. Yeah. It We're getting matter. hosed, and it's out in the open, folks. Use your brain. The Epstein thing, just Im- imagine if you didn't know about conspiracies before Epstein. Yeah. Like, we we drove around the country listening to InfoWars. We watched a fucking Loose Change. We watched... Uh, Endgame. Endgame. What's the, the fucking one? The one, dude. Damn it. It's a one fucking word. God. It, it, dude, it's like the main thing that's like... We, when we were super young, we watched it, and it's like telling you about how God's fake. Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist, dude. We got woke to the zeitgeist a long time ago. You know, we've been in it, and I'm sure you all have, but imagine if you didn't know about that shit, yeah. and the Epstein thing came out, dude, you would just fucking erupt. Mm-hmm. You can't handle it. Well, shit. it talks about, a lot, a lot of those films talk about that, even like old... Dude, the, the Epstein's whole thing is in the zeitgeist. Yeah. Like, not by name, but the entire... The thing that was happening, the thing that was happening 
politicians and powerful influential people are going to remote areas and having sex with children. And if you don't do it, they get you on film watching it or they make you do it and film it and they blackmail you. I don't know if it's zeitgeist, but, but it's it, on, it, it's, it's, been, on one, it's on, it's on, it's old, it's old. We've, yeah. they've known about it. I'm just saying like, like the Epstein thing came out, it came to light. It's a, just, I think it's a Bohemian Grove one. Sure. But we're talking about fucking Prince Andrew. I mean, I mean it's all there. Yeah. It's all there. It's come to this. I've had the documents. I've got the files. The corruption, it ends now. But no one gives a shit. No one fucking cares. Yeah. They've got us. And you're, I'm just saying, dude, like, you're trying to tell me again. It's just over and over again. You're trying to tell me an app. An app called Shadow. It's called Shadow, and it ruined... Because the thing is, like, the Iowa caucus shit... Generally, whoever wins that becomes the candidate for that party. Yeah. It was Trump. It was Obama. It was Clinton. It was Bush. You see? Yeah. And they fucking took it away from Bernie because of an app. It's fucking called Shadow, people. Wake up. Wake up. It's too late. You're already wait. No one cares. No. I don't. You got to shoot at him. <laughs> There's, you can't care. You can't care. Yeah. You can't care. Because if you care, you'll go fucking crazy, dude. You'll get high. That's why I can't smoke weed. You'll get high, and you'll fucking lose it every time. Every time. They're coming for us. They are. They got us. We're fucked. All of us. Everyone. You got to shoot at them. <laughs> All I think about is, you know, you just... You got to shoot at them, dude. You just do the things in the world that are meant to be good, man. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But if you're doing what your part, then you got that on your side. And maybe that helps. Maybe there's something that happens after you die. I don't fucking know, man. But yeah. all I know in my heart of hearts, you just do some good shit. Yeah, like, you know, try to raise someone else's kids with six Long Island iced teas and an Ambien in your system after you just oh, embarrassed them at the trampoline park. Oh, I'm, I'm fucking with you, buddy. All I right. wouldn't even... That, that you're even a good soul. Come on, park. dude. You already revved it up. Man. You're, a good, you're a good park. guy, buddy. We all know it. What song did you pick for this episode? I picked Razor, Armed and Fucking Dangerous. God! Woo! Ah! Man, <laughs> that man that wrote a single bad thing. Dude. Nah, dude. They never fucked around. Canada, they do most things right. Poutine disgusting everything else fucking rocks Wrong. uh follow us on instagram follow please because they took away because you have to have ten thousand followers to post a link in your stores and they fucking took it away from us yeah why hang i'm tired out. of telling the truth the power of getting fucked hang out shoot at police we'll see you guys on the next episode we're doing a valentine's one too well, yeah. I mean, I got we're, we're gonna have two episodes this week that's yeah. all yeah they'll see it they subscribe yeah we got one where we, you know, we're gonna read some sex stories. We're gonna read yeah, your questions because we love you. We want you to come. All right, we'll see you. Have a happy Valentine's Day. Happy birthday to Buddy. You gotta shoot God. That's what you have to do. You gotta pull guns on God. Take him down. Who's well, just sitting up there? Let's fucking open fire on How him. How cool would it be to just drag his corpse up? Man, you wanna see what crucifixion's like, brother? You gotta shoot at him, man. All right, we'll see you next time. <laughs>